ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وسلم تسليما كثيرا قال الله تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون الله سبحانه وتعالى says او you who believe fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he ought to be feared and do not die except in a state of, of al-islam يا ايها الذين امنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون او you who believe fasting has been made obligatory upon you just like it was for those before you لعلكم تتقون so that you become of those who have taqwa and of those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ayyaman ma'dudat just a few numbered days subhanallah alazim a few numbered days that are moving by extremely swiftly and we find ourselves midway through the blessed month of ramadan rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said in a hadith لا تقوم الساعة حتى يقبض العلم that the hour will not be established until knowledge will be taken away until this knowledge of the deen يعني through the scholars will be taken away وتكثر الزلازل and until you find many earthquake, earthquakes taking place ويتقارب الزمان and we find that time starts to become shorter that time starts to become shorter and this is in bukhari in a hadith in ahmad he said hatta takunu as-sanah kash-shahr the time will continue to become shorter until one month or one year becomes like a month wa yakunu ash-shahr kal-jum'ah and a month becomes like a jum'ah and what's meant by jum'ah year is a week that a month starts to feel like a week وَتَكُونُ الْجُمُعَةِ كَالْيَوْمِ and that week starts to become like a day وَيَكُونُ الْيَوْمِ كَالسَّاعَةِ and a day starts to become like an hour وَتَكُونُ السَّاعَةُ كَحْتِرَاقِ السَّعَفَةِ and that hour starts to become like the burning of a, a piece of palm leaves Subhanallah al-Azim and this is the reality that we're starting to find ourselves in. That as we get closer to Al-Qiyamah, time starts to become shorter and shorter. And days start to pass by faster and faster. And it felt like we started Ramadan just a few days ago. And just a few nights ago, we began the Taraweeh prayers. Yet we've surpassed more than half of the Quran already. Wallahu al-Musta'an. Walhamdulillah. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His everlasting mercy and that He gives us a chance after chance to change our ways and to rectify our fears and to achieve His mercy. 
for those of us who were short, who did not capitalize on the beginning of the month, we have a chance, alhamdulillah, to make use of the best part of the month. The middle 10 days are better than the first 10 days. And of course, the final 10 are even better than the middle 10. For those of us who have done well, we've improved on the worship, who have stayed away from Muharramat, then let them continue upon this and let them increase upon this bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in a hadith, رَغِمَ أَنْفُ رَجُلٍ أَدْرَكَ رَمَضَانٍ حَتَّى انْسَلَخْ فَلَمْ يُغْفَرَ لَهُ أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام He mentioned that let the face or the nose of a person be rubbed in dust meaning let him be humiliated the one who reaches Ramadan and the month goes by without this person achieving the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The time for tawbah the time for rectification is now ayyuhal ikhwah the time for suluh the time to mend our relationships with our families is now ayyuhal ahibbah if we do not fix up in Ramadan then when are we ever going to fix up if we do not achieve Allah's maghfirah and his mercy in the month of Ramadan then when will we ever achieve his maghfirah so let us make use of the best of days for in reality, we do not know if we will see these days again. May Allah Azza wa Jal rectify our affairs. May He make us of those who benefit from this month and not of those who are deprived of the mercy and the, the blessings of Ramadan. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, our mother, she reported that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا دَخَلَ الْعَشْرُ أَحْيَا اللَّيْلَةِ وَأَيْقَضَ أَهْلَةِ وَشَدَّ مِئْزَرَةِ وَجَدَّةِ Rawahu al-Bukhari wa Muslim. She mentioned that when the last ten nights or the last ten of Ramadan came, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to keep the nights alive. He used to wake up his family and he tightened his waist belt and he exerted himself. He kept the night alive in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he woke his families up to make sure that they do not miss out on these blessed nights. He tightened his waist belt means he did not involve himself with intimacy during these nights. And he exerted himself. He exerted himself more than any other times during the year. And this is also reported in the hadith that he used to yajtahidu. He used to exert himself in the last ten like he never ever exerted himself. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So we have to follow the sunnah of the Prophet and to prepare ourselves for the last 10 nights of Ramadan. To make use of every single moment, of every single remaining day, especially the last 10 of Ramadan. During these 10 nights, the sunnah of the Prophet was that he would perform i'tikaf. He would spend the nights in seclusion. He would spend his night in the masjid or these ten nights in the masjid. And this was to facilitate him seeking Laylatul Qadr. This was 
so that he's not distracted by anything at home or by anything else outside of the masjid such that he could exert himself throughout the last 10 nights, throughout the last 10 of Ramadan. And this sunnah he upheld, as Aisha radiallahu anha says, until Allah took his soul. He practiced i'tikaf until the year that he passed away. And when he passed away, she says his wives then kept up the sunnah. That his wives would spend the last 10 of Ramadan in i'tikaf. And this proves that even women are allowed to do i'tikaf. That even women can practice i'tikaf if the situation allows for them. During these 10 nights of Ramadan, we have the greatest night of the year, Laylatul Qadr. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in a hadith, Man qama Laylatul Qadr, imanan wa ahtisaban, ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhanbih. Whoever stands in the night prayers, Qiyamul Layl, on Laylatul Qadr, out of Iman and Ihtisab, sincerely believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, la riya' wa la sum'ah, not seeking any reputation, nor showing off. He does it sincerely to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he longs for the rewards of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This person's past sins will be forgiven. Laylatul Qadr is the night when Allah Azza wa Jal revealed the Quran. Jumlatan Wahidah. He sent it down from the Lawhil Mahfuz to the Sama of this dunya in one go on the night of Al Qadr. It was revealed on the night of Al-Qadr. And after this it was revealed piecemeal via Jibreel alayhi salam to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam over a period of 23 years. It is the best of nights and it is better than 1000 months as Allah azza wa jal said Laylatul Qadr khayrun min alf shahr. In another verse he said inna anzalnahu fi laylatin mubarakah that indeed we sent down this Qur'an on a blessed night, a night that is Mubarakah. In this night, تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالرُّوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَمْرٍ The Malaikah, they descend in the thousands and Jibreel alayhi salam descends during this night with the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with all of the affairs and the decrees. And it is a night that is salimah, salamun fiha. Or it's a night that there is peace, there is tranquility, and the shayateen are not able to do any of the evil works on this night. So a worship on this night, ayyuhal muslimun, is better than worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for 83 years or for a thousand months our worship on this night seeking the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is greater than worshipping him for 1000 months seeking Laylatul Qadr should be done through the last 10 nights especially during the odd nights 
As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, تَحَرُّوا لَيْلَةَ الْقَدْرِ فِي الْوِتْرِ مِنَ الْعَشْرِ الْأَوَاخِرِ رواه البخاري. He said, seek out Laylatul Qadr in the odd nights of the last ten nights. In the odd nights of the last ten nights. And most of the scholars have said that Laylatul Qadr, it moves from one night to the next night every year. So it may have been the 21st night one year, it may be the 23rd night another year, it may be the 25th and so forth every other year. But only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows when Laylatul Qadr truly is. And he has kept it a secret for us to seek it out. For us to try and earn the reward of Laylatul Qadr. And Allah has given us just ten nights to focus on. It is well known that Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, Had Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that Laylatul Qadr, this night of such virtue, is any random night of the year, I would have spent the whole year seeking it out. I would spend the whole year, every single night in worship, in qiyam, exerting myself, such that I make sure I find Laylatul Qadr. Allah has made it easy for us, and He has limited it to ten nights. Al-Ashrul Awakhiri. Just ten nights of the year. Keep this night alive. Wake up your families. Exert yourself. If you have work the next day, Alhamdulillah, go to work tired. If you can take off from work, even better. Because it's far more worthy than you take off and you have your days off so that you can exert yourself seeking out, the, seeking out the best of times that you take off these days to go on a holiday. Or you take off days so that you can spend it in enjoyment. A mu'min who truly wants the rewards of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will rather sacrifice the luxury of this dunya to achieve the rewards of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That does not have any equivalent. That just to meet Laylatul Qadr is like 83 and odd years of worship. Wallahu al-musta'an. So we keep these nights alive through Qiyamul Layl first and foremost. That whoever stands the nights of Ramadan in general and especially Laylatul Qadr with Iman and Ihtisab seeking Allah's forgiveness or his, his rewards Sincerely believing in Allah, his past sins will be forgiven. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَنْ قَامَ مَعَ الْإِمَامِ حَتَّى يَنْصَرِفْ كُتِبَ لَهُ قِيَامُ اللَّيْلَةِ That whoever stands the night prayers with the Imam until he completes, he will have the reward of standing the entire night in prayer. He will have the reward of standing the entire night in prayer. So do not miss your taraweeh. Come to masjid early and leave only after the imam has completed the witr salah. Do not leave the witr. Do not pray qiyam and then leave witr for later. Complete with the imam. You can make the hajjud later if you want to and there's no need to repeat the witr. This is permissible and there's no problem with this. But do not miss out on standing with the imam. So if you stand with the Imam until he completes, you get the reward of standing the whole night. Perhaps even more important 
Then Qiyamul Layl is to come to the masjid for the fara'id. Because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, whoever prays Isha' in Jama'ah in the masjid, he will have the reward of standing half of the night in prayer. And this applies to every day of the year, not just Ramadan. And whoever prays Fajr in the masjid, in the Jama'ah, he will have the reward of standing the second half of the night in prayer. And this applies to every single night. So if we come to Masjid for, for Isha and for Fajr, we already have the reward of standing the whole night in prayer. And then we pray with the Imam until he completes the Taraweeh and the Witr. We have another reward of standing the whole night in prayer. Subhanallah. This is how we can maximize our rewards of Laylatul Qadr, of seeking Laylatul Qadr. So if you do this for all ten nights, bi'idhnillah you are assured that you got a great portion of Laylatul Qadr. Part of finding Laylatul Qadr is that we exert ourselves in dua. That we humble ourselves in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we increase in dua. And this is the best time for dua. That we seek our needs from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We beg Allah for His mercy and to accept our repentance and our tawbah and istighfar and that He guides us at all times. For we are in times of fitan. And now is the need and the time for us to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from the best of du'as is the du'a that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Where she requested from him something special when seeking Laylatul Qadr. And he said to her, Quli Allahumma innaka afoon tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. Say, O oh Allah, innaka afoon. Indeed, you are the one who pardons. You are the one who forgives. And you love to forgive. You love to pardon sin. You love to overlook sin. You love to wipe out sin as, it, as if it never existed. So forgive me. So pardon me. Thus, it's upon us to increase this dua upon our tongues during the last ten nights of Ramadan, seeking out Laylatul Qadr in this way by begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins. أقول هذا القول واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدي ولوالديكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله على إحسانه والشكر على توفيقه وامتنانه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له تعظيما لشأنه وأشهد أن نبينا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أيها المسلمون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى في الله سبحانه وتعالى وكلكم راعٍ each and every one of you, he is a shepherd. So let him take care of his flock. And let him know that he will be questioned about his flock. During the first 20 nights of Ramadan, the Prophet would stand and he would sleep. But when it came to the last 10, 
He would stay the entire night and he would keep it alive with the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he would wake up his family. He did not leave his family behind when seeking out the night of Al-Qadr. Such that he would go to his daughter's house, Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha, when she was with Ali radiallahu anha, and he would knock on the door, and he would say, Ala taqumani fatasalliyan. Would you not stand up? Shall you not wake up and pray? Shall you not wake up and pray? And then he would head off to his different wives, go to their homes, and he would knock on their doors and say to them, Aykilu sawahibul hajar, wake up, a woman of the homes. He said, how many are clothed in this world, yet naked in the year after? How many are clothed in this world, yet naked in the year after? Subhanallah al-Azim, waking them up, encouraging them to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that perhaps you have your clothing, you are blessed today, but on the day of Qiyamah, where will we be? On the day of Qiyamah, what will our state be? So wake up and come to the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wake up and come to his forgiveness. When the rest of Ramadan remained, he did not leave any of his family. And of course, our righteous predecessors, the Salafu Salih, they were the most eager of people to follow his sunnah. And so we see in the Muwatta of Imam Malik that Umar ibn al-Khattab, Amir al-Mu'mineen, radiyallahu anhu, he used to pray at night as much as he could. And when then half of the night came, he would wake his family up and he would say to them, As-salah, as-salah. He would wake them up and say to them, As-salah, as-salah. And he would recite the verse in Surah Al-Taha, وَأْمُرْ أَهْلَكَ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَاسْطَبِرْ عَلَيْهَا لَا نَسْأَلُكَ رِزْقًا نَحْنُ نَرْزُقُكَ وَالْعَاقِبَةُ لِلتَّقْوَى Where Allah Azza wa Jal said, And command your families with salah. Instruct them to perform the salah. And be patient upon it. We do not ask you of any wealth. We do not want anything of your provisions. Rather, we are the ones who provide for you. And the consequence, the good ending, will always be for the, for the people of taqwa. Sufyan al-Thawri, rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, what is beloved to me is that when the last ten nights of Ramadan comes and yatahajjada bil-layl is that I exert myself at night and I keep the nights alive with tahajjud. وَيَجْتَهِدُ فِيهِ وَيَنْهَضُ أَهْلَهِ And that I wake up my families and I encourage them and I drive them to perform salah if they are able to do that. In fact, some of the nisa of the salaf the women of the Salaf, the women of these men, they would say to their, their, their spouses, when it came to night, قَدْ ذَهَبَ اللَّيْلِ وَبَيْنَ أَيْدِيْنَا طَرِيقٌ بَعِيدٌ وَزَادُنَا قَلِيلٌ He says the nights have gone, and ahead of us is a long lengthy path, and yet our provisions are few. وَقَوَافِلُ الصَّالِحِينَ قَدْ سَارَتْ أَمَامَنَا they would say to them that the caravans of the righteous, the caravans of the righteous people, they have gone ahead of us. 
and they have left us behind. And this is how they would wake their spouses up. This is how they would encourage them to get up and increase in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how they would remind them to make use of the blessed times of Ramadan. Ayyuhal Muslimun, our path ahead is long. And our provisions are few. Our deeds that we carry with us, our righteous deeds, our taqwa, and the caravans of the righteous have gone far ahead. And wallahi, we've been left behind. We are far behind. So let us understand and know the sharaf of this time, the nobility and the honor of this time, and let us make use of this time. Let us put ourselves forward. Let us put ourselves forward to achieving the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not lose out on this opportunities. That really we have no guarantee will ever come again in our lifetimes. Wallahu al-musta'an. هذا وصلوا وسلموا رعاكم الله على بشير النذير محمد بن عبد الله كما أمركم الله بذلك في كتابه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة والتابعين وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم انصر المسلمين في فلسطين اللهم انصر المسلمين في فلسطين اللهم صل المسلمين في فلسطين يا قوي يا متين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم بلغنا ليلة القدر اللهم بلغنا ليلة القدر اللهم بلغنا ليلة القدر ولا تحرمنا من خيرها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم تقبل منا أعمالنا اللهم تقبل منا صيامنا وقيامنا وتلاوتنا وسائرة أعمالنا يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأقيم الصلاة